Chapter Eight of He. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bill Mosley. Editor's Notes read by Niru Ayer. He by Andrew Lang and Walter Harry's Pollock. Chapter Eight. He. Next day, Leonora was suffering from a slight feverish cold, and I don't wonder at it, considering what we suffered in the zoo. I therefore went alone to the rendezvous where I was to meet our representative. To my surprise, nobody was there but old Pellmelly himself. Why, you said you would send your representative, I exclaimed we are our usual representative he answered rather sulkily come on for we have to call on messrs apples the famous advertisers why said i can you ask he replied can aught be more interesting than an advertiser i call it log rolling i answered but he was silent he went at a great pace and presently in a somewhat sordid street pointed his finger silently to an object over a door. It was the carven head of an Ethiopian. This new confirmation of the prophecy gave me quite a turn, especially when I read the characters inscribed beneath. Try our fine negro's head. Here dwells the sorcerer, even Asher, said Palmelli and began to crawl upstairs on his hands and knees. "'Why do you do that?' I asked, determined, if I must follow Palmelli, at all events not to follow his example. "'It is the manner of the tribe of interviewers, my daughter. Ours is a blessed task, yet must we feign humility, or the savage people kick us and drive us forth with our garments rent.' He now humbly tapped at a door, and a strange voice cried, Andre! Pelmelli, whose Russian is his strong point, paused in doubt, but I explained that the word was French for come in. He crawled in on his stomach, while I followed him erect, and we found ourselves before a strange kind of tent. It had four posts, an embroidered veil was drawn all round it. Within the veil the sorcerer was concealed, and he asked in a gruff tone, "'What do you want?' Palmelli explained that he had come to receive a brief personal statement for the budget. The voice replied without hesitation, "'The centuries and the eons pass, and I too make the pass.' Je sauté la coupe, he added, in a foreign tongue, while thy race wore naught but a little blue paint. I dwelt among the forgotten peoples. The Red Sea knows me, and the Nile has turned scarlet at my words. I am Kahut Humi. I am also the Chela of the Mountain. Now it is my turn to ask you a few easy questions. Who sitteth on the throne of Hokey Pokey Winky Wum, the monarch of the Anthropophagi? 
have the jews yet come to their land or have the owners of the land gone to the jews doth darius the mede yet rule or hath his kingdom passed to the basarids as palmelli was utterly floored by these inquiries which indicated that the sorcerer had been for a considerable time out of the range of the daily papers i answered them as well as i could when his very natural curiosity had been satisfied by a course of mangnall's questions i ventured to broach my own business he said he did not deal in mummies himself though he had a stuffed crocodile very much at my service but would i call to-morrow and bring leonora he added that he had known of our coming by virtue of his secret art of divination and thyself he added shalt gaze without extra charge in the fountain of knowledge thrusting a withered yellow hand out of the mystic tent he pointed to a table where stood a small circular dish or cup of white earthenware containing some brown milky liquid gaze therein said the sorcerer i gazed there was a stranger in the tea deeply impressed with the belief laugh at it if you will that i was in the presence of a being of more than mortal endowments i was withdrawing when my glance fell on his weird familiars two tailless cats this prodigy made me shudder and i said in tones of the deepest awe and sympathy poor puss yes came the strange voice from within the tent they are born without tails i bred them so it hath taken many centuries and much trouble but at last i have triumphed once too i reared a breed of dogs with two tails but after a while they became a proverb for pride nature loathed them and they perished zyre vale i have consulted the authorities at the british museum who tell me these are the greek and latin words for don't you think you had better go get out this though not understood of course by palmelli was as good as an invitation to withdraw so i induced the old man to come away promising the magician i would return on the morrow who was this awful man to whom centuries were as moments whose very correspondence as i had noticed came through the dead letter office and who spoke in the tongues of the dead past end of chapter eight recording by bill mosley frelsberg texas u s a